Welcome to episode 22, Our Goals Essential to Winning in Life. On oh, this what question. What are you saying? <laughs> what, what are you accusing me of? I don't like the way this conversation is going, to be honest. Uh, goals are essential where people are purpose-driven in their life. Progress is only doing the goal. Yeah. And the power of a goal is in the doing, not in the creating of the goal. Because essentially my life could be like that. I'm just aimlessly running around, creating a lot mm. of energy and wasting a lot of energy um, and having no outcome, no yeah. objective, no purpose. Like, when does it end? Hi everybody, welcome to Winning Life TV. I'm Leanne Morgan. And I'm Gareth Morgan. And welcome to episode 22. And we're so happy that you've decided to join us today, whether you're up at the crack of dawn as soon as this is released, or whether you are catching up at another point. We're so glad that you have chosen to be here today. And are you okay today, Gareth? I am tip-top. Tip-top. Wow. Not heard that phrase for a while. <laughs> I was trying. I was going back into my subconscious to think of some kind of really okay. old kind of phrase <laughs> that I've heard and not tip used top. for a while. Tip-top condition, There's Mrs. Somebody Morgan. used to say that, tip-top, on a kids program when we were younger. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm glad you're doing good. I feel a bit nasally mm. a bit we've been a bit coldy haven't we i think it's the, the post-covid lack mm, of yeah, immune maybe. system like we're or so we're catching everything that's going or maybe just and recapturing. no good weather for a very long time and that yeah so i feel like <clears throat> i feel like i need to clear my nose so i'm sorry if you can hear this and i sound a bit nasally but um i am okay i'm not unwell just fighting off another virus probably as we all have been for the last three You're years a fighter <laughs> i do feel it's because i'm ready to go into a new season we are I am ready so ready hands up if you're ready i can't see you obviously but um hands up if you are ready to enter the new season At hands the... up let's raise <laughs> i'm ready at the point of recording of this we are on the cusp of spring mm, yeah just about to enter spring not Love that spring. you would know from looking out of the window and our weather currently it's very wintry however i am really Ready for a new season. Oh, yes. Um, what, what's your favourite season? My favourite season, I think, is around June time. June time in the year so because it's the longest day. kind of end of spring, day. beginning of summer. Yeah, it's the longest daylight. Yeah, that's true. Right, what are you saying? The longest L- day. The most amount of daylight in a day. <laughs> that's the way to say it. The, the most amount of daylight a in, a, in a day. Yeah, absolutely. And because I don't like it too hot, but I like it pleasant and I... And I I like it early morning, kind of you light. You never liked hot weather. You're like a little beetroot in the sun, aren't you? You go bright red. Yeah, well, <laughs> I get a suntan with a hairdryer. So. <laughs> so yeah, you like it when it's more spring-like. Yes. I do too. I love I love something in every season, though. I think. Yeah. I think there's there's always something to appreciate. In there season. is like spring. I love it because winter seems to have just gone on forever. So you look forward to that. And there's mm. a smell of spring, isn't there? That I'm waiting for currently. That smell. There's probably a, a smell for every season, isn't there? Really, <laughs> there probably is. Yeah. Well, there certainly is living near fields <laughs> as uh, as as we do. So you, you know, talked about that before, haven't you? The dung. That's it. The, the dung. manure this is that the we dung smell season. coming over from the. It's the dung fields. season. But no, I love the smell yes. of the flowers and there's that freshness in spring yes. and then the heat in the summer and then there's mm. obviously Christmassy things in winter and autumn. I just love every season, but at the end of each season, I'm so ready for the next one. Anticipating. Anticipation, definitely. And I think maybe there's something in that for us 
in our lives that we naturally are ready for a new season. I, I think so. I think we're wired, aren't we, to grow. Definitely. And time and seasons are, you know, it's the pathway to growth, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, we say we don't like change because, well... I say I don't really like change. I like things to stay the same. I, I, you know, I like to just keep it all the way it is. You're completely different, which is why, of course, we're together. Um, but I think we do need change. We look forward to change. They say change is as good as a rest. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I think we do like the outcomes that change mm. can produce. We just don't like the uncertainty of change. I think that's what it is because you don't know quite yeah. what's what's around the corner. So I think if we don't cope well with high levels of uncertainty, mm. we tend to not be the kind of people that like change. But I think we do deep down enjoy that change of season, and and yeah. it's the same in our lives when something new and different happens, or something you enter a new season. You know, yes, okay, that might bring challenges, but we we kind of enjoy that. Mm. So maybe you're going through a change of season in your life right now. Maybe you are mm. experiencing a difficult season or a really exciting season just know that something good is happening in every season there is always something happening even in the winter time so keep going through and your season is just around the corner absolutely so shall we get on with today's yeah. question yeah let's do that so episode 22 here we are our goals essential particularly our goals essential to winning in life what a question it is it is a good question because I think sometimes people immediately will quickly answer that and almost and default to yeah. yes or no. Yeah. And I think actually, probably, I think I'm fair to say this, we're probably a yes and a no in terms of default on well, this what's question. What are you saying? <laughs> what, what are you accusing me of? Not being goals orientated? Are you saying, well, because clearly you're a goal-centered person. Are you saying I'm not? So we just said that we are opposite, like I don't like change, you do. Before, on previous podcasts, you said I'm more negative, you're more positive. I don't like the way this conversation's going, to be honest. Ah, but no, if you go back and listen to the other conversations, <laughs> I mentioned the fact that behind both of those answers, there's something that, that we both need to be aware of that actually can almost prevent us making yeah. progress. So, you know, you can, you can be goal-orientated, and actually, you know, miss, you know, the next stage of your journey because mm. you're so locked into what you've yeah, already preconceived true. as as the way. Whereas somebody who isn't will be a bit will be more open mm -hmm. and That's will be me, more be more welcoming <laughs> to the things that that weren't expected. True. And so, you know, actually, as with many of these things there's a tension to be managed mm -hmm. and and it takes and i think that's why we're together you know because I, god in all his wisdom wanted to show how I, to harness that tension i'm going to metaphorically give you a very big gold star you got out of that one <laughs> I wonder really if that was a gold well. star or if it was a thump <laughs> <laughs> it, it, well felt, done. it felt like one of those like i'm going to give you a gold star slap <laughs> you got out of that one very well. Oh, well I wasn't trying you to recovered get... yourself. <laughs> no, there is truth in that. There is truth. There's there's a tension to manage in every personality or character, whichever is kind of your inclination, whether you feel you're a goal oriented per orientated person or not. Mm. Um, there's always something good and and bad in both. So, yeah, let's let's look at this then. So, first of all, if we were to say goals, what are goals particularly? See, because for me. 
before probably meeting you well and meeting you and our kind of journey together goals for me were just associated with that dreaded sport football <laughs> that's probably where it is actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's um and obviously I didn't really have anything to do with football don't really enjoy football um growing up and then I met you and suddenly my life became football crazy and had a son and my whole life was even more football crazy and one of my most hated sounds is the football in the background and the cheering and the commentating ha ah, it's like migraine sounds anyway um so up until that point goals really for me were just as associated with sport it's mm. just like it's a goal but then obviously our language and the way we talk in coaching and helping other people it's not about scoring a goal, um, scoring a point. Goals are something that people aim for or you kind of it's a it's a step to work towards. Yeah. Would you agree? Absolutely. It's a, it's it's a it's a frame of reference for our purpose. Mm. So you get using your analogy of the football pitch or soccer pitch yeah. if you're a American, then the whole idea of the the frame of the goal <coughs> where where a team is moving towards in order to score that goal to put that ball in the back of the net as it were uh, that's the that's the purpose right the purpose of the game is to score more than the opposition yeah yeah and so the goal reflects the the purpose for why you're playing the game mm-hmm. and i think when it let's broaden that to life the our goals are around our purpose yes so I think when you have a very clear purpose, I don't think anybody with a very clear purpose would reject goals outright. No. I think how they apply goals can be different and there are different ways of, mm. you know, breaking goals down and, you know, how-tos as it were. But really, I think there's a how there's a how-to with goals, but there's also a why. Yes. And so I think the why is quite clear. I think it's about purpose. It's it's what's what's your reason? What what's your reason for being out there? on the football mm. pitch what's your reason for having a, a, a 11 people including yourself coming together and working together well it's because we have a a shared goal we have a shared purpose yeah and so you know a community has that a, a community even the word community it's around a common center common unity so we, we unite around a central purpose a mm. central goal so i think the Goals are essential where people are purpose-driven in their life. That's a good point because I think a lot of people, and I myself, at, at points and in the past, have heard the words, let's set a goal, and internally gone, oh, you know, um, kind of withdrawn from the conversation or shuddered at the thought or backed out or so why do you think people have that reaction to setting a goal not everyone but some have that reaction i would say it's, it might be the majority mm. of people go oh no what why do you think that is i have a theory obviously from my own personal experience but what would you think that 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 would be i think it's that experience of of deferred hope mm. and the proverbs says you know deferred hope makes the heart sick yeah so i think whenever you've experienced uh setting a goal and when you set a goal you, ha- you it creates a level of expectation mm. and any unmet expectation creates disappointment and disappointment f- creates a form of emotional sickness yeah 
And so that uh, that experience then shapes our perception of either the kind of goal that was set, because you may maybe that when we say, "Oh, we're going to set a health goal," yeah, then then we yeah. go, "Oh." But maybe when we say we're going to set a relationship goal, you're like, "Oh, okay." So again, I think so it it's, depends, it on, depends on the about. area, but yeah. it's it's usually connected to any unmet expectation or disappointment that we've previously experienced based upon raising our level of expectation yeah I, I completely agree with that I think there is a point where we don't set goals because we're afraid of what we will miss or not achieve and then why would we set ourselves up for disappointment or failure I think as well there's also for me a point where a goal places a demand on you that you know you need to have and work through but you know it's going to require something. Mm. And if you're not emotionally, spiritually, physically or mentally ready, then you, in a way you are setting yourself up for failure. So I think you have to almost take, for me, I have to take one step backwards before setting the goal and make sure those four areas of my life are aligned correctly. That's the spirit, the soul, the mind and then my body physically. And when they are all in a right place, then I know I'm going to set a goal that isn't going to set me up for failure. Because mm. sometimes I think I've set goals to make myself feel better. Oh, I'm going to achieve this, this, and this. Great. And then I don't do anything with it. That's outside in goal setting. I'm setting a goal to make myself feel better rather than actually what do I need to do to push myself on further and, and those kinds of things. So I think I, I've avoided goal setting in the past or even currently in certain circumstances will go, oh, don't want to do that because I know it's going to demand something from me and I know I have to get myself in order. Yeah, I think there's... It, it, goals ask a question of us in terms of how much importance do we place upon our feelings mm. and the role of our feelings in our decision-making. So, because let's face it, you know, like you said, setting a goal can create a nice feeling immediately. Yeah. All oh, right, I feel like I'm making progress. Yeah, and it's it's just words on a page very often, or an idea. Absolutely. It's not actually formulating anything. It's, it's it, I mean, it's a great step. It's better than not formulating anything at yes, all. Yes, exactly. But I think it creates almost like virtual progress. Mm. So I think everybody loves to start the year with a goal because it's almost. Uh, kind of a, a recognition that maybe last year I didn't make a, as much progress or enough progress that I yeah, feel yeah. I should have made and so therefore this year I want to do something about it so I'll create the goal and immediately that creates a sense of 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 progress but actually progress is only doing the goal yeah and the power of a goal is in the doing not in the creating of the goal and That's I good. think it's really important that we understand that our emotions have to play a supporting role, not the leading role yeah. when it comes to goals. So people will give up on setting goals because they they don't like how it makes them feel. Mm. You know, so I again I, we've all been there. I've done it. You know, you set a goal, you don't meet it, oh, and, and you feel a failure. You feel like you've messed up or you feel like you're not enough. And so that that feeling almost then becomes the thing that dominates us. And rather than attacking that and saying, no, do you know what? I'm not going to live like that. I'm going to keep on going and, and, and put my feelings in, in the rightful place, not in the 
steering seat of the car in the back seat of the car. They can support from the back, but they are poor drivers. Yes. Yeah, true. And so I think goals are a great way of us understanding where are we at with our feelings, mm. how in control of our emotions and feelings are we. In every episode of the Winning Life podcast, you will hear Gareth and Leanne talk about the importance of getting a plan for your personal and professional life. That's why they have developed the MVP plan. When you develop your MVP plan, surprising opportunities and uncommon results follow. The MVP plan provides you with a clear structure to begin to see how your goals can turn into reality. Starting out with setting the goals, highlighting milestones and planning individual tasks you'll begin to see how the MVP plan is key to experiencing the results you've always wanted to have in order to make an impact in this world. Visit thewinninglife.tv today to get access to your plan and the steps on how to use it. It's interesting because when I think about, you know, even the analogy of football or sports, um, which I'm not really into, let's be honest. I've not really got a foggiest. I tried to get you into football. <laughs> you did, didn't you? I bought you? you a really nice pair of, <laughs> I won't say the brand, but f- football boots. And actually, Leanne was really good. I took her See? out. I mean, I know I'd show a woman a good time. I took her <laughs> out onto the field. You know, I bought these football boots. I, I think I bought you some kit as well. You did. And did. And, and we worked on shooting. And on we did two sessions. Yeah. And you, she did really, really well. But uh, It's because, just because I don't, I'm not interested doesn't mean I'm not good at it, you know. Um, but you just <laughs> you focused. Did, it wasn't for want of trying. You did You did try. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Um, but going back to the football and sport analogy, if you think about goals, if you were to take the goal away, it would be quite pointless. Absolutely. I mean, I feel it's pointless anyway, because <laughs> kicking a bag of wind around the field. Um, however, I, I appreciate, and I did enjoy like the World Cup. I enjoy the Euros and all that kind of thing. But, you know, patriotic support, all of that. You just use football. Yeah, for a good party. So um, if you just take away the goals... There is no point to the game. It is literally just, how many is there, 11 on each side? 22 people uh, kicking uh, a ball around with no aim. And so I can appreciate, even though I don't always find setting goals easy, um, I could appreciate why we need them because essentially my life could be like that. I'm just aimlessly running around, creating a lot Mm. of energy and wasting a lot of energy. and having no outcome, no yeah. objective, no purpose. Like, when does it end? And, you and, know? and it was interesting because I was, early this morning, I was catching up on, on uh, just a score from last night and listening to the manager of the team because they hadn't won for a while and hadn't scored many goals. And he said that uh, on Monday, we all sat down together and had a really honest conversation because performances hadn't been at the expected levels they hadn't been scoring the goals and just as you were speaking then I thought yeah actually when we don't meet a goal it forces us to have conversations that otherwise we wouldn't have yeah true so actually the goal yeah it's great when you meet it 
and you win. But as the saying goes, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. But you never fail with setting goals. You only fail when you choose not to learn. Mm. And so really failure is in our hands. And I think that's, again, why people don't go for goals is because they want to be absolutely certain of meeting that goal. And if I can't be certain, then I won't set out on it. Again, I've suffered from that as a perfectionist. But I've had to start to have a healthier relationship, and it's a constant challenge, Mm. I'll be honest, with with failure. Yeah. And really understanding that failure creates distinctions in our development, distinctions of excellence that I wouldn't have without trying. Yeah, and I I see what you're saying there completely. I think also another problem that people have with goals, particularly if you are a Christian, it doesn't feel very spiritual. Mm, good point. So setting a goal yeah. feels quite mechanical, yeah. quite um, humanistic. You know, people might feel like it's oh, it's very, it's just about me, and it's and it's very businesslike, and it's not very spirit. Setting goals isn't very spiritual. But I feel like over the last number of years, I've realized that that isn't true. In fact, setting goals is exactly what God wants us to do. 100%. It's actually part of his created design for us to have aims, to have goals, to have dreams, to have visions, to have, you know, steps. The Bible is full of of verses that teaches us to to make plans to Mm. make steps to have goals to to move forward so do you want to kind of explain a little bit about that because i know people have said that to me in the past and i've even thought that in the past that maybe goals are just not that spiritual i'm saying inverted commas because everything we do is spiritual at 100 percent. well you might want to pull up is it philippians 3 where paul talks about striving towards the goal and uh, because i hadn't put it on my my list here but before we jump there you know we're called as christians to live by faith and not by sight and it's really important to understand what is faith faith here at hebrews 11 verse 1 is Mm. being certain of what you hope for certain of what you hope for and and confident in what you cannot see okay so it's being certain of what you hope for and having an assurance about what you cannot see and that's a goal. Mm. I mean, it's a different word, but yeah, it's a it's goal. The same thing. Um, but of course, it's talk. And and you, we we say, and we've heard, and probably at times thought, you know, goals aren't spiritual. But goals are faith, and faith is spiritual. It's mm. looking at reality through the lens of of the spirit, which is which is unseen but creates reality so you know when i set that goal it creates a level of focus well what is it i i am hoping for Mm. what is it i'm certain of and you know the apostle paul in his letter to the the church at philippi do you want to read that because i think he's because i was just as you were saying that i was just thinking you know is that is the word goal actually uh, spoken of in the bible and at first i thought no but then i thought well hang on a minute no he speaks about it absolutely and he says not that i've already obtained all of this and he talks about how he wants to know christ and the power of his resurrection and and um even talks about everything that he once considered his gate for his gain he'd worked out himself he now considers a loss 
um, for the sake of Christ, everything is nothing in the light of who Jesus is. And then he goes on to say, not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. In other words, that's grappling with your purpose. When you look at it, that's exactly what he's saying. 100%. And then brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, uh, one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenwards in Christ Jesus. And I think some people um, fall into the trap of thinking the goal is just heaven there. I'm just I'm just aiming at heaven. I'm just saying, and I'm thinking, no, because if you read the whole of Paul's uh, letters and his life, he was not about just getting to heaven. He was saying, when I get to heaven, great, that you know, that's fantastic, but that's not what my life is about. And it's interesting because I even, even recently in the past several months, I've reread that mm. time and time and time again. Because if you <clears> notice, <throat> Paul is talking about almost a goal that you don't ever reach. Yes. So he, see it this way that, a goal is there to create stretch mm. and stretch is the tension we talked about tension tension is needed for growth so in one sense now okay hear me right when i say this but in one sense the goal isn't to always arrive at the goal now it, arriving at the goal is important if it's a step towards something absolutely but the most important is the stretch toward mm. you, we we talk about the mvp plan you're not going to create a perfect plan. This is why people often don't like the idea of plans or certainly the idea of plans that are really specific, like yeah, so many days, yeah. etc. And I get it. I know. I understand why. Because, again, it, it heightens that sense of, well, I'm going to put myself under pressure and I'm going to have that emotional yeah. disappointment, etc. But we need to reframe it. It's, uh, it's just simply about putting myself into the position of stretch. Because yeah. that's where I grow. And when Paul talks about heavenwards, I always used to think it was talking about when we die. And I yeah. don't, that's not what he's talking about. No. And we often think, oh, you know, Paul's just talking about living a good life and, you know, straining towards that moment when he will leave this earth and he will be in heaven. No, he, he, you see, heaven is not... Just, he, he might want to say this. I've said that a number of times because I, I fear getting into trouble. But I think <laughs> um, it's, heaven is not a destination. It's a reality. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not a reality that one day we'll experience. Mm. In the prayer that Jesus taught, he said, pray this prayer, your kingdom come on earth as it is in, in heaven. heaven. You know, so in other words, heaven on earth now, the reality now. Mm. And so you know, that I think the, the reality of heaven, and for us, that's the winning reality, the, the, that experience of, of joy of love of hope and peace like that's winning that's the the emotion that winning creates yeah. and we often think winning is a destination point so when the, the whistle was blown and the score is in our favor then we've won and of course that's absolutely right and it's the same with goals when i've achieved xyz then i've met the goal but actually the bigger goal is what is happening in the process it's actually the ex it's actually living in the reality of winning, which we can do at any yeah. moment. And goals yeah. have a clear part to play in that. That's good. So maybe somebody's listening in, watching in today, and thinking, "Oh, I've never really set a goal, or I kind of done it, but don't really know what I'm doing." What's someone's first step in setting a goal? Do you think? I think it, a, a goal ultimately is is what is it you want? Yeah. You know, so it's asking that question. 
it's the first step in the MVP journey. So I think, you know, practically if you want somewhere to go and to watch and to kind of have an exercise to do this, then then, then go and check MVP journey out. But first of all, it's what is it you want and why? Yeah, good. What is it you want and why? And so again, it's really clear. This is what I want. This is why I want it because it's about desire. Because a goal is 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 focusing our desires on an outcome, um, and then it's it's a, a point of reference from which then I can work backwards to create yeah. clear steps. I think you said something very very key. Then you said, "What is it that you want?" And I think that's probably one of the key reasons people struggle with goals is they don't really know what they want. Um, and I've been guilty of that in the past. I know what ultimately mm-hmm. I want, but I don't really specifically know what I want. And, you know, again, over the years, I've heard people say, oh, it's fine. God will lead me or I just see what happens. I'm thinking, I don't think that's how God intended us to live our lives, just to see what happens. You know, um, ultimately, he's in control. The Bible talks about how, you know, we we make a plan, but God ordains the steps. We can't kind of this making goals is not twisting God's arm to making things happen that shouldn't. It's about this process that we're on. But I do think that it's very key to know what what do we want? And maybe for people listening today that that's step number one for you is to sit there and go, well, what do I actually want? And it might not be your ultimate goal, you know, um, for whatever, 30 years time. It might just be actually, what do I want to see in this next year? Start with some small things and then think, right, actually, where do I want to be long term? The MVP plan is good at that, that we, we look at an ultimate goal, you know, long in the future but actually it breaks it right down to well, what do I want to see today? But for some people, it might be like just sitting there and going, well, what do I want? Absolutely. And what don't I want as well? And let me put it really bluntly. It's not an option. Mm. It, it, again, for, for a Christian, for somebody who says, okay, the Bible is my authority by which I live, it's a command. Yeah. Because Jesus said, ask mm. and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. So th- think about that. You know, there's, there's, first of all, there's the asking. So mm-hmm. there's the, okay, what is it that I want? And yeah. again, notice Jesus doesn't say, tell us what we need to want. Because he, he's given us seeds of desire that we already carry inside of us. Yeah, yeah. God put them there. And so, but, but he says, ask. In other words, you've got the seeds in you, but you first of all got to become aware of what mm. those seeds are. And then notice, seek and, and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. You have to be an active participant mm in the miracle of Good. what he wants to do in this next season. You you can't just wish for it. You have to be active. The power of a goal is in the doing. And the power of faith is in the doing. Yet James talks about a faith without works is dead. Yeah. So faith is almost like the authority of okay, if I've if I've been given these desires by God, then 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 there's there's an authority of well they're mine to go after but then I have to put that authority into action and create power, which is doing. Mm. And so, again, you know, Jesus said in Matthew 21, truly I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you know, you can speak to this mountain and tell it, go throw yourself into the sea. And if you believe and you do not doubt, you will receive what you mm. ask for in prayer. 
In other words, again, it's, it's, a, it's a command. Yeah. So it's not an option. He never says it's kind of like a take it or leave it. And so, you know, wherever we are right now, whether we, the Bible is our frame of reference or not, the truth is life doesn't work as it should without goals. And I also think it's important if you're part of a, you know, in a marriage or a relationship, if you are in a family, to do them together. You have your individual 100%. goals. You know, you have your goals. I'll have mine specifically. But then there are things that we do together um, because you have to make sure that your goals are not kind of going in that direction. They have to be aligned. They have to... Behind um, a, a common vision. And and if you are married and, and part of a family, then, you know, that's a key kind of clue that you're actually on the right track if your goals are going in the same direction because it would be awful if suddenly you're making all these goals but they're completely going off into different um di- directions trajectories so do that as part of your your kind of time together as a as a couple as a family work those things out and then it becomes exciting because you can hold each other accountable absolutely um and you you can celebrate the the journey along the way together absolutely without vision people perish mm. without vision a marriage perishes perishes without vision a family perishes yes. again vision creates that common unity and if you don't have a strong common unity you end up in disunity mm. so i think it's absolutely crucial so i'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing yeah. back from our listeners those that are watching you know what are the goals that you're setting and join us on mvp mondays and come and be part of that and yeah. you know share your goals and be part of a community which will encourage you to set goals uh, but also when you may fall short of a goal to encourage you to learn and to actually enjoy that process absolutely i think we're part of a society where people are too ready to pull down and kind of laugh at those who are failing but in our community we want to be part of supporting one another where you can share what you're doing be accountable and we are cheering each other on so thank you for joining us today we really hope that that helped you in looking at goals and yeah as gareth said come and join us on the mvp mondays we'll be able to help you with your plan and thank you for joining us we will see you again soon take care we hope that you enjoyed that episode and if you enjoyed it please go and subscribe over on all of our channels on youtube instagram and facebook and not forgetting your favorite podcast platform and if you head over to the winninglife.tv you'll be able to find all the resources available to you gareth has written several books which will help you on your discovery to building stronger and better lives. Come and join us for the next episode.